Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we are able to be together in prayer this morning. Today is Saturday. We have reached the end of this, the 11th week after Pentecost. This morning, we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel. Though we may have heard Jesus' story many times, we are trying to listen with fresh ears to what Jesus says and does, and by doing so, pray that the Spirit deepens our faith and our love and our understanding of Christ our Lord. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter, beginning at the 38th verse. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us, for truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. We have enemies, and there are people who are more than a little hostile to Christ and to the gospel. And yet, that doesn't mean that we should regard all those who we find outside of our fellowship in Christ to be against us. There are certainly a variety of expressions of the one faith that we share in Christ, but that doesn't mean that they are working against us. It doesn't mean that they are our enemies. When John discovers a person casting out demons in Jesus' name, he tries to stop him because he was not following Jesus. Jesus, however, does not object. I wonder why. Perhaps Jesus' advice is simply aimed at keeping the disciples' mind on the work of being Jesus' disciples. That's certainly true for us as well. To focus on our own life of discipleship, on the life within our community, and the mission that we've been given, the work that's been set before us, and not to look at the work of others, it's certainly good advice. 
What concern is it of theirs if someone else is engaged in the same work and in the same name? John and the rest of the disciples have enough to keep them busy, and Jesus can handle himself what's being done in his name. He doesn't need their help. And perhaps Jesus can also imagine and see a time when that one who is doing God's work outside of the fellowship of the disciples is eventually welcomed into that fellowship to learn the full depth and breadth of Jesus' work. All of these might be helpful for us also as we consider our relationship to others who are working in Jesus' name in one way or another. That is not to say, as some say, that there is no real difference between those who work in Jesus' name, between this community or that community or this fellowship and those who are inside of a church or those who are outside of a church. But it is to say that those very real differences will one day have to give way to Christ, who is uniting all things in him. For now, we would do well to not conjure up more enemies than already threaten us and certainly not manufacture them out of people who are engaged in doing the same work and in the same name. Finally, Jesus reminds us that love, support, and friendship can come from the most unlikely of sources, but it is the same God who is at work to care for us, no matter what source God has chosen to provide for us. Any kindness shown to us, any hospitality extended to us because we bear the name of Christ is a blessing for us and a blessing, even if that blessing is unknown, for the one who offers to shelter and to care for us. Remember what Jesus said to the disciples when he sent them out, that they are to enter a house and extend that peace, and if they welcome them in and they provide for them, then that peace will remain upon that house and will envelop them, and they will see this image of the kingdom of heaven. It is certainly true that the world is no friend to our faith, and that the mission of those around us is not to strengthen our faith in Christ or our love. In many cases, it tests us. All that is true, but that doesn't mean that we don't have allies in surprising places. We're inspired by the same Spirit that gives life to us all. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you, all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially, Lord, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. We thank you for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts that bring healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, especially those relationships where we provide for each other and open up and are are hospitable to one another, providing a cup of cold water to these your little ones. We thank you for the communion of faith that we share within your church. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray tonight for those who are sick with COVID. We pray for doctors, nurses, technicians, administrators, all who are involved in the healthcare industry in southern states that are overwhelmed. We pray that you would give them the strength that they need to tend and treat and bring your healing. We pray for your mercy and healing for those who are suffering in these hospitals. We pray, Lord, for your people to love and care for each other, that no one need get sick. Lord, we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might do so for the well-being of the people that they care for. We pray for people that are in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, that you would rescue them and save them and deliver them. We pray, Lord, that you would empower and strengthen and bring about fruitful work through those who are working to bring peace and international harmony. We pray that you would continue to work, to strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction and bless the work of people who are dedicated to doing just that. And we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. Almighty and merciful God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. And all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into this world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, 
love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.